For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Start and end your day with the good news. The good news with Angie Austin. Find the podcast of past shows at AngieAustinRadio.com. Now, here's Angie Austin and friends with the good news. Well, praise the Lord and God bless you. Today, this is Beatrice Bruno, the Drill Sergeant of Life, sitting in again. And I told you before now, there's no substitute for Angie Austin because she is one of a kind and she is unsubstitutable. And that's a word we coined a couple of weeks ago. And so just remember, she is unsubstitutable. But we've got a full house today. I've got my good friend, and I got to get a hug from him today, Mm -hmm. Dr. Joe Arve. Hi, Dr. Joe. Hey, hey. I've got my sister from another mister, Donna (laughs) Smith-Hetzler. How you doing, girl? I'm great. Great. And we've got relationship therapists, Doug and Leslie. How y'all doing today? Great. Amen. And, of course, we got producer David. Producer David. Hi, thanks. Bob Diggity. Yes, yes, yes. So we're just going to have a good time today. Um, You know, as we go further into the summer, Oh, my goodness. It's going to be hot here in Colorado. I know it's already hot down in South Carolina. My, my sister lives in North Augusta, South Carolina, and, and mm. it's already in the high 90s in South Carolina. So thank God I'm living here in Colorado. I'm just saying. Bugs there, too, in there. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Big bugs. Yeah. Okay, Sticking those hot. are the kind, the kind of mosquitoes that will carry you away. Yeah. You know, and so I, I can't just deal with name. stuff like that. I, that's just what I'm talking about. Humidity. humidity. Yes, yeah. the humidity. That's Another right. Name. Yes, absolutely. So we're going to have a good discussion today. I, I love having um, Dr. Joe here with us. Dr. Joe is just awesome. What's been going on with you, dude? Uh, you know, talking about humidity, I just got back from Virginia. When my oh, brother-in-law wow. retired from the Navy, God bless him. Awesome! Thank and him for his service. I did, and then and then my nephew, his son, my sister's son, graduated from high school, awesome. and so I spent four days of ninety-degree high humidity, thanking God that I'm <laughs> coming back to Denver. <laughs> I don't think my towel got dry one time. Oh you know? my gosh! But uh, just just here serving people, getting people healthy and strong. It's been fun. Mm, Lots of miracles. Awesome. And you 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 know something? You are just an awesome fitness person. You don't even look like you 35 years old i know i know okay. god is good god is good god Thank is faithful you. i love this show I look, that's why i come here every time just to be with you guys that's what i'm talking about i just when you look at at dr joe see when he comes in here sometimes and he'll start talking about people you know keeping their posture right and you'll see everybody they're, they're scrunched down in the chair at first every time and then all of a sudden he'll yeah he we'll walks in and we're like woo, sitting up real straight dr. Joe, see i'm, I'm yeah, we're my, good. my curve is, is doing fine today every time he mentions posture Everyone in their seats yes. straight up. Yes, yes, absolutely. Man, but that's feel, that's Dr. Joe. We feel guilt and shame. <laughs> <laughs> that's the outcome. Here I go. It's fun to be me. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Hey, we got a couple of good news clips for us today. I, I'm really interested in this. Uh, one lady, Dr. Joe, she lost 45 pounds to donate a kidney. Mm-hmm. Now, I know you got something to say about that, but let's listen to the clip first because you're probably going to say something like, well, she shouldn't have let those, mm-hmm. uh, she should have done something about those 45 pounds before then. No judgment. No judgment. Mm-hmm. Rebecca Cedro says she had never run more than a mile at one time until she started training recently for the Pittsburgh Half Marathon. 
13 miles is no walk in the park. This is the obligatory before picture. I was 218 pounds. I was tired all the time. And now I'm about 180 and still continuing to drop. And I feel better than I have since I was a teenager. The novice runner says there's no going back. As for that woman who used to hit the snooze alarm about a half dozen times each morning. Now I, I leap out of bed to start the day to throw on my running shoes. Rebecca says she's in the best shape of her life, but she's not just running for herself. She discovered on Facebook that an old friend needed a life-saving kidney transplant. So she made an appointment with doctors at UPMC. I went through the testing to see if I could donate my kidney to him, and they said yes, but they said I was too heavy. So if I didn't lose weight, I couldn't save his life. Rebecca started to run and run. The pounds began to melt away, and she started a GoFundMe site for the Kidney Foundation. A friend in need had given her the strength to do what she needed to do for herself. I went into it trying to save his life, but he's really saving mine. She'll be running for a friend who's in the race of his life. Dave Crawley, KDKA. Now, you know, I, I really have some questions on, on the relationship side. But first, Dr. Joe, why would a person have to lose the weight in order to donate their kidney? I don't understand that. Uh, well, you want those organs, uh, you want the healthiest, you want success. You want, if okay. you're, if you're going to, if you have a, a choice of, of, of getting an organ in your body, if, if I had a bad kidney and they were going to take the bad one out, I don't want an equally bad one. Okay. Okay. I want the okay. best one I can so I don't make that one go bad. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. So you want the best specimen, you want the best organ, you want something that's been working fine, it's in its best shape possible. And other reasons too, as far as the the survival weight. If you're already unhealthy and you're already overweight, and we're going to take one of your major organs out, your kidney, what's your life going to be like okay. afterwards? So I think they just see the success rates of that they take healthy people and put healthy organs into people who aren't healthy. They get better results. Okay, that's good. Makes sense. That's good. Yes, it does. It makes mm -hmm. a lot of sense. Now on the relationship side of the house. This woman had a relationship with herself that until she decided to get healthy, she was overweight. And many of us are in a spiritual place of being overweight. How do we get people to get into a better relationship with themselves so that they can automatically do what they're supposed to be doing with these? Because we're not, this is the only body we're going to get. Mm -hmm. I think you got to get sick and tired of being sick and tired, mm -hmm. you know? Mm. where you just want a better quality of life. And sometimes okay. that's hard knocks or consequences that you get you there. But I don't, I don't know, and, and you could say differently, Doug, but I, I think when you get to enough pain, you just have had enough. Okay. And, and that's the, the, the place that people need to get sometimes, another, which is I'm sick of this quality of life. Mm -hmm. Right, right. There's another turning point in this, though. I was struck by the fact that she decided to do this for somebody else. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that only lasts so long motivationally for anybody. Hmm. It's got to be for you. 
Okay. You've got to look at the things you're doing as either constructive or self-destructive, and mm-hmm. whether it's overweight nutritionally or the, your spirit and your soul and your faith, right. all those things. You know, if you're just doing it to please somebody else, the, the motivation dies. Because okay. mm-hmm. it was good, so well-intending. She yes. loved her friend and wanted to do a loving thing, but she had to love herself mm-hmm. to, to be To keep it going. Help. And That's sometimes good. you don't know that you're feeling so crummy. Like for me, I've, I've really been inspired by Dr. Joe. So, you know, B, you saw me drinking my protein shake on the deck, right, two weeks ago. Uh I got off of all sugars, all gluten, all wheat, everything. Mm. So I'm basically eating sticks and berries. I don't even (laughs) think I can eat berries. It's just sticks, really. But I'm telling you, I feel so good, Dr. Joe. I have never felt so good in my life. And you know what I said to myself the first week when I broke through that wall was I never knew how tired I was in the afternoon. It was just kind of my go-to. That's how I operated. I'm like, I am tired. I run all day. I'm getting older. This is how it is for me. Mm. And I think a a lot of people who are living with overweight, they don't know how bad they really feel until they get up and do something and see see that they can make a real difference in their energy and their life. Mm -hmm. Dr. Joe, the Olympic athletes. Okay. I'm really really a nice person. People see me. All right. No, just sticks. Just sticks. This is my present. Sticks. Berries every other day. There's no berries. No berries. No berries. Just sticks. Boy, I want to donut but yes it leaves there too that's good Go ahead, do sorry. you run into this with the olympic athletes because they have to get to a certain point where it's not even about the coach yeah. it's about them you know as i'm listening to this lady's story this this woman's story this you know in this story are the tools are the principles are the ways to beat any disease beat anything whether it's being overweight, whether it's cancer, heart disease, diabetes, bad relationships, these are lifestyle diseases. So you have a lady, before she saw the story, she had, she wasn't living for herself, she had no mission, no passion, no purpose, just one day at a time, kind of believe in those lies you talked about. And then she saw something, and I, after doing this for 26 years, it's an act of God. She, she listened to the voice of God, and the Holy Spirit finally hit her and said, move. And she decided to move. She decided. So she got a big why. And sometimes where we start, the why we start, and the why, like when I started chiropractic college, why I got started and why I became in, going into practice after I graduated was much different once I saw everything. Mm-hmm. So Olympic athletes, I mean, at ages 15 to 25, I'd like to say that you have to bust your body. You have to eat right. But you know, McDonald's is a sponsor at the Olympics, so I'm just, just to say that. But they have to have a, I don't care what you think, I don't care what you say, you're not going to beat me, you're not going to stop me, I'm doing this for me. Now, as much as, like like you said, uh, Doug, you get to the end of that gold medal and all of a sudden the, the cheering stops and we see how these people's lives mm-hmm. self-destruct afterwards. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> there's a lot of dichotomy in this reaching goals and things because my question is, okay, now what after 180 pounds? Now you're missing a kidney. Mm-hmm. If you go back to that lifestyle because you don't have the, the motivation, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're in trouble. Right. So whether it's Olympic athletes, whether it's anybody has the potential in themselves to keep growing, to keep getting better, to keep pushing, to say until I get to heaven, you know, I can still keep serving others. 
and what she did is she got her focus off herself. So you see a lot of Olympic athletes and professionals, once they transition to saying, I'm doing this for my mother, I'm doing this for someone else, this is not about me anymore, that's when life gets really exciting. Okay. And, and literally you say, I do this for God, which is the ultimate reason to do it for God, because people will let you down. What, you think we do, I did all this for you, and this is the, you know, I, I tell my kids, I did all this, and this is the things I get, you know, <laughs> but, but the, the Father's Day. But the reality of it is, is that with an Olympic athlete, you have this inner voice that just won't quit, yes. no matter what it is. And and God forbid that, and the difference between an Olympic athlete and some, and this woman before she started running is that she let that voice go out, Okay. you know, and, and that's the key is wake that voice up listen to that voice, get after it, start living like you want to live, and, and, and really now create a new normal for yourself. And with that, you can lose weight. You, I've seen cancer disappear. I've seen heart disease go away. Mm. I've seen diabetes go away. I've seen depression go away. That's the key of getting this thing called the creation of God, our body, physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. There's a lot of habits in there. And if, you, if everyone would create that, you see a lot less hurting people in this world. Amen. That's Amen. a really good segue for our next yes, clip, too, because the next yeah. clip, uh, I thought it was really uh, interesting how she focuses on uh, well she says that she used to be on pills which I thought was interesting that's mm -hmm. what like perked my ear up about it but then also how she's changed spiritually I thought that was really interesting mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. here listen especially when you try to go it alone that's why our next guest decided to team up to get healthy together Janine and Samantha Rose are a mother daughter duo who lost more than 150 pounds Janine and Samantha all join us here ladies thanks so much for being here thanks for having us. this is an incredible story so Janine we'll start with you how much weight did you lose uh, 90 pounds you did yeah. and what about you Samantha I lost over 70 pounds was it always a struggle with weight Janine yeah 35 years of, uh, I want to call it fad diet failures, learning how to lose in the long run. Um, yeah, plus I took medications, which slowed my metabolism down. And, you know, when you get to that point, you don't feel like you can do anything. You lose hope. Mm -hmm. And what was, about, what was it about this diet plan that really stuck, that it worked? It's every part of what you put in, what you, how you feel, what you think about yourself. So, I mean, the first mental. part. Mental. Mental, spiritual. Sure. You know, food. So, um, and and it, it, it taught me how to eat right mm -hmm. and supplied my body with everything I needed That's while true. I was learning how to do that. Mm -hmm. And Samantha, you're 16, yes. right? And, and you found yourself overeating. Was that the problem? Yeah, I was, I was badly bullied. And then do you feel better now? Oh, yes. Talk to me about some of the things you could do now that you might not have been able to. Uh, well, now I can go on long uh, walks in the woods with my friends. Sure. And, uh, and how about being bullied? Oh, yeah. No more. No it was more. bad at school? Oh, yeah. Every day. It was killing me. Stress eating every day. It was, oh. my, really, it was my comfort food. That happens. But you look fantastic now. All the hard work paid off. Free to help. Mm. Guys, congratulations, too. Thank, Thank you, you so you. much for being here. Okay, mm. I'm not even going to go into the obvious. Okay, <laughs> I, I'm not even going to deal with the bullying. Uh, but one thing she said, um, what you think about yourself. Mm -hmm. See, that was key in, in what they uh, did together. The mom lost 90 pounds. The daughter lost 70 plus pounds. What you think about yourself. And, and Dr. Joe, you talk about that all the time as well. Yeah, you know, the problem with healthcare today is it's only focused on the physical person. Mm -hmm. And and unfortunately, on Sunday, it's focused on the spiritual person. Come on, come on, come on. <laughs> and then somehow through culture, it's focused on the emotions. So you have food, which is really America's drug. And, and like the people, 
I have known people who've lost 100 pounds. They've lost 150 pounds. They're not any healthier. They're not any happier. They mm -hmm. think if I could just physically get this weight off, then I will be somebody. My parents will like me. My family will stop. The reality is, is usually when you start healing the thinking, the emotional side and the spiritual mm -hmm. side, then the physical just gets in line with it and your mm -hmm. body becomes healthy. And you stop using food as the drug, as you stop using food as your God. Mm -hmm. You know, the Holy Spirit's the comforter, mm -hmm. not the bagel or the pecan sandies and things like that. You know? <laughs> and and I, I grew up as a heavy kid. I okay. used to come home and bullying, and I would hide and watch Deppy Dog cartoons and Woody Woodpecker and have a bag of pecan sandies and things like that. That was mm. third, fourth, fifth grade for me. And so I, I get that, and I was you, we use food as our choice. Yeah. Unfortunately, it, it it shuts everything down. Well, and you pointed out that that lie, that if then lie, yes. which is if I could just get there, then all would be bliss, right. or I would finally be happy. And it's such a myth. Mm -hmm. But getting to that underneath piece, you know, what is food to you, mm -hmm. and why? How is it being misused? I like I like what God says in Deuteronomy that uh, He gave the manna. Uh, to the children of Israel uh, as, a, as a testimony to the fact that it's his word that feeds us. Mm -hmm. And I, I think it's important to look at what's our energy inside, what's really feeding us, our self-esteem, our emotions, our energy, our goals. You know, is it, uh, is it, is it spirit-led? Is it, uh, so we get this idea of synergy between us and God that, yeah, we need to take care of ourselves, we need to be interested in what we're doing, but God blesses that. And he says, it is my w word that nourishes. It is what, yes. what I feed you with. And I think when we start to catch on to the holistic nature, I think as Joe's really pointing out, you know, the holistic nature of moving forward with any goal, including food, we have to look at what drives me? Hmm. What brings me soothing what and comfort? Me. Who is it? What is it? Mm. That's and good. getting that different mindset, too, you know, because I love um, a good dessert, <laughs> you know, after dinner and what have you. And now all I'm thinking about is like a peach or strawberries or something. So it's changing that mindset, too. Mm. Of I've got to have this afterwards. Mm. And the now, habits. yeah, the habits mm -hmm. and breaking those habits. Yeah. And now it doesn't even sound good to me. Mm. In fact, I was going to do a little um, video um, Bible study of donuts with Donna and you know uh, there's holes in our hearts and only right. the sweetness of Christ can fill it now I'm thinking well, I gotta go the fruit route I can't do the donut whole thing that's good that's good oh like, wow there are, there's some old videos called the donut man somewhere you can take oh, those and use go. those yeah you know amen and it, but, but but food it's like I like I wouldn't wait to Virginia and I didn't have any of the cake I didn't have any of the cupcake because I just decided okay that's not gonna be my friend but I, I had, I, but in choice, I replaced that with Fiji apples and almond butter, mm -hmm. because literally, if we have sugar cravings, and so I, so we're not talking about depriving yourself. No, find food to replace what you've been eating, which isn't food, mm -hmm. so it has a positive effect on your body. We're not telling you to starve yourself and just suck it up and eat the eat the sticks. Yes. It's like, no, find a healthier, a real food version of that, eat it, you know, thank the Lord for it because he gives us food and you're going to get much more, you're going to feel, feel, feel better physically, emotionally, spiritually. You're not going to wake up feeling guilty about what you ate the day before and just beat yourself up about it. So, yeah. yeah. Joe, how do people get in touch with you? They can just go to this thing called Facebook and look up Spine <laughs> Geek, Spine Geek, uh, message me. We've got daily videos of inspiration there to, to help you get things turned around, walk you through it one day at a time and have fun. Amen. Amen. Oh. Leslie and Doug, how do people get in touch with you? 
Donuts, uh, donuts.com. Hey, I like him. That's why I'm sitting next to him. Crispydoug.com. Crispydoug. No. Authentic. Authentic and true.com. Amen. Amen. And Donna Smith-Hessler, how do people get in touch with you about your Jericho Girls? Oh, yes. JerichoGirls.org. We've got videos about how women are being transformed, and we are breaking barriers and building alliances. So check us out. We're also on Facebook. Amen. Praise the Lord. And y'all already know me, Beatrice Bruno, the Drill Sergeant of Life. You can get in touch with me, Beatrice, at DrillSergeantOfLife.com. Go to my website, DrillSergeantOfLife.com. But, you know, we come together, the good news with Angie Austin, so that we can help you be better than you've ever been before. Because, see, God has made you an excellent creature, and that's what we're here for. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. as you listen to the good news with Angie Austin, think about how God wants you to be more excellent than you've ever been before. Because, remember, he's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all you could ask or think according to his power at work in you. Let his power work for you today. God bless y'all. We love you with the love of Jesus and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Amen. The good news of Jesus for you in high definition radio and streaming at 670kltt.com. This is KLTT Commerce City, Denver. Hi, it's Angie with the good news. I want to tell you about Caitlin. She's seven and she lost her mom to cancer. And we have Adam Katz on the line. And Adam has an idea of how we could help her. For $65, we can sponsor Caitlin for a session of equine therapy. And now Caitlin lost her mom, Adam. And with the Doreen Katz Memorial Cancer Foundation, you help kids like Caitlin. Tell us how it's helping her. She loves the equine therapy. She always comes into the ranch very quiet. But as soon as she sees her horse, she just lights up. And for that hour, she has no cares in the world. I love it. Beautiful thing to see. So for just $65, uh, we can sponsor Caitlin for one of these sessions where she gets to ride a horse and uh, work through her loss. Again, at just seven years old, she lost her mom to uh, breast cancer. The Doreen Katz Memorial Cancer Foundation helps these kids be kids. Adam Katz is my friend. I highly recommend this charity. And if you'd like to sponsor Caitlin, give Adam a call. 720-530-9482. 720-530-9482. And that is DoreenKatzMemorial.org. Thank you. Adam. Thank you, Angie. Hi, it's Angie. Hey, would you like to donate items? You know, maybe some old sporting equipment, old furniture, old clothing. You'd like the tax write-off. You'd like to help others, but it's kind of a hassle to gather it all up and drop it off, and you're just too busy. Well, guess what? Bark Thrift Stores. They will come right to you, to your house, pick up your items, and leave you your tax write-off donation form. How do you do that? Call 303 303- 238-JANE, 238-5263. And again, all of these items that you donate, they help people right in our own community. They help people with intellectual and developmental disabilities. And what better thing to do with your items that you no longer need than to help others? I shop at ARC all the time. I get my kids sporting equipment, gotten a rocking chair. I've gotten boots there. I have a purse that's amazing that still had the tags on it. It's a coach bag, and I got it at ARC. I shop there, and I help others, and I donate my items about once every month or two and I call 303-238-JANE and they come right to my house with a truck and they pick everything up. Here, check it out. Again, 303-238-JANE. Well, praise the Lord and welcome back to Angie Austin and Friends. This is Beatrice Bruno, the Drill Sergeant of Life, and got in the studio with me my good friend Donna Smith-Hetzler, and um, she's with the Jericho Girls and they got an event coming up here shortly in um, this fall. 
Yes, November. Yes, hallelujah. We've also got producer David, and he's been regaling us with these daddy jokes, these father jokes. And I'm like, <laughs> Lord, please don't let my husband meet him because I don't want him to pick up all those jokes. How about this one? How about this one? You oh, would. So, what's a pirate's favorite letter? R. You'd think it'd be R, but it's most likely C. <laughs> okay, that's enough of that. Thank you so much. What's a pirate's favorite place to shop for the kids? Where? Toys R Us. Oh. <laughs> okay, We're Donna. We're good at this. Donna, We're good at this. Donna, 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 we're going to take it back down. Take, take it back down a notch. Not Keep so those fun. moves for at home. Yeah. yeah we, we, uh, oh, my goodness. Hey, we've got our, our a good friend and, and um, uh, the author of If I Could Do It All Over Again. And I, I'll be perfectly honest with you, I'm intrigued by that title because just recently I was um, looking at my life. I'm 58 years old and. I've accomplished some things, but if I could do it all over again, what mm -hmm. are those things I would change? And and so we're going to talk with John. Okay, help me with your last name, dude. Well, Beatrice, it's Gager. G Gager. G-E-R is how it's, how it's spelled, but boy, that sure doesn't help you, so Gager, yeah. Gager, all right. Okay, well, John, it's very nice to meet you, and God bless you today. Well, likewise, and it's fun to be with you, Beatrice, and back with uh uh, Donna, who I had a great time with a couple of months ago. Yes, so we had so much fun in studio. I really enjoyed yeah. hanging with you yeah. and discussing. Yeah, I had a blast. So uh, yeah, I got a joke for you guys. Can oh, I come right. here? We go. <laughs> I mean, so 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 here's this guy. He lands uh, in New York City. Never been there before in his life, and uh, he, he gets picked up by a cab driver. And uh, as he's uh, about to get into the get into the cab, he taps the driver on the shoulder to ask him something. The driver screams, loses control of the car, nearly hits a bus, drives up on the sidewalk, stops inches from a shop window. Uh, and for a second, everything is quiet in the cab. And then the driver says, look, friend, don't ever do that again. You scared the daylights out of me. Well, the passenger apologizes and says he didn't realize that a little tap could scare him so much. And the driver, after kind of collecting himself, says, sorry, it's not really your fault. Today is my first day as a cab driver. I've been driving a hearse for the last 25 years. <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. John, you cannot meet my husband either. Okay? I, I'm keeping him away from these jokes. Okay? Well, I, I'm sitting here, Beatrice, saying, I think I need to meet this man. Oh, Lord. <laughs> he has a thing for, for blonde jokes. Okay? Oh, does he? Yes, he does. And he tells some of these jokes that I, I just give him the look. You know, and the, the look is bred from 26 years of... Don't tell that one again, please. I, I, think just, I, I just don't do it. I think I want to come over to your house like in a oh, blonde Lord. wig and be like, hey, do you know any jokes? <laughs> <laughs> Flipping my hair. And <laughs> that would really make his day. Mm -mm -mm. So, John, your book, If I Could Do It All Over Again, that, that's an intriguing title. Now I'm going to have to go and find the book so that I can read it. Because, like I said, I, I'm, I'm looking at my life, and, and, you know, being 58 now, I'm like, okay, Lord, I, I'm fit 581 days away from 60. You know, what are those things? Yes, I'm counting down, dude, because there are some things that I really want to accomplish before I turn 60. Yeah. You know, but what are those things if I could just do it all over again? What, what lessons do you think God is teaching you these days? Well, you know, he's still working on me as far as uh, letting go of the failures and letting go mm. of the regrets, you know. Uh, I, I'll tell you what, this is current. Since I was last on with you all, uh, I heard uh, James McDonald great preacher, mm -hmm. say, regret is where we, we visit, but repentance is where we live. 
So, mm. so we don't live in, in regret. We, we, we visit there once in a while because we're human, and, and, but, but repentance is where we should be living, changing. Uh, so that, that would be one thing, just, just not wallowing. You know, there's no verse in the Bible that says you've got to wallow. <laughs> Amen, you're <laughs> you know? right about that. The Bible doesn't say if we wallow and confess our sins and wallow some more. Hmm. No, it says if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just and will forgive our sins. Mm-hmm. You know, Jesus, uh, you know, the con- you think of the conversation he had with uh, uh, the woman of questionable repute. He said, yes. you know, go your way and, and sin no more, you know. Yes. I mean, that was, he didn't say go wallow. That's right. You know, That's so right. uh, go, repent, be different, be better. Amen. I, I've met um, Dr. McDonald. He's over in um, Chicagoland area. Yeah, he is in the northwest suburbs, actually yes. in the in the town where I grew up in. So he's oh, okay. a familiar, familiar face. Amen. Now. Yeah, I've been to um, his church several times and and went to a um, business conference out there, the Christian Business Fellowship, and um, uh-huh. he gave the final words. And then I I heard him again on that Sunday morning, and I tell you, he has some profound sayings. He really does that really gets you out of that that place of mediocrity where we're well, you well, know. Beatrice and Donna, you should know that. Uh, Pastor James McDonald is one of the 28 people that we interviewed that are contributing to this book, If I Could Do It All Over Again. So the unique okay. thing here is it's a, it's a collection of their wisdom, not just their wisdom, but their honest admissions, their, their failings, their foibles, their, their wish for a do-over. Hmm. You know, so, so unlike reading about you know, their greatest accomplishment in ministry, it's their mistakes, and this is the kind of stuff you don't just get every day. So I found it kind of refreshing to know that the people whose sermons that we hear, whose books we read, whose, whose music that we sing or listen to on the radio, these people, they've got their regrets and mistakes, too, but they've also got some great advice for us. Amen. That's great. And, John, um, have you picked up on a hurt or need that people connect with in the book? And if so, you know, what would that be? Yeah, I think it is the issue of getting beyond the stuff they'd like to get beyond, Donna. It's, mm. it's the idea of, of wanting to be free of regret, but not quite sure knowing how, or mm. not quite sure that we've got the permission to do that. Right. You know, yeah. I, I have to be honest with you and say, I think I was in that latter category before I started the book. You know, And that might sound dumb, but do I, do I have permission? Is it, is it okay to move beyond this stuff? And the answer is not only is it okay, it's the Jesus way of life. Yes. That is so true. You know, you, you've got me pondering now, John. You <laughs> I really see the do. wheels turning. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because I've, I've had a full life. I, I really have. I've served in the, the United States Army. I've, I've mm. done things that other women probably will never do. I served as a drill sergeant for a couple of years, and, and those are my non-regrettable years yeah um after getting out i I drove a truck with my husband well first i drove solo and and then i drove with my husband as team drivers that's not uh, that's not regrettable Uh, um my only regrettable things probably would be not pursuing the things that i i wanted to pursue when i was a kid i was a, a a teen mom at 16 and um, graduated from high school at 17 went almost straight into the army but i wanted to be an attorney I wanted mm-hmm. to, I wanted to do something, you know, and 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 even now, um, when some friends of mine they're becoming doctors, PhDs, and and doctors of of ministry and all this, and I'm like, Lord, what about me? How would you how would you even talk to me about that? What what, what would you say to me? Well, you're you're never too late to become the person you want to be. Uh, is, a, mm. is, a, is a great uh, ad, you know admonition. Uh, so 
I don't think we, we somehow reach a point and those dreams, sorry, expiration date, too bad. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I, I, I would share your, uh, your fifth decade by way of birthdays, okay? <laughs> I, I, regret, I regret not, um, not getting a book published before. Okay, and, yeah. and I had the, the interest and the desire for decades. But in some ways, I think um, uh, having, having done this now, and working on a second and, and mm-hmm. soon a third, it's sort of like um, I don't think I was ready yet, mm-hmm. and I think it would have consumed mm-hmm. too much time that okay. needed to belong to my children. Okay. You know, okay. Uh, as it is, I think uh, I, I'm struggling with the cheating time from my wife. You know, a, a confession I would make, uh, and I would say this with my wife sitting in the room, is I, I think I've had a lot of mistresses over the years. <laughs> uh, not physical. Mm-hmm. Let's be real clear about that. I hear you. But certainly uh, uh, ideas and, and ministries even have been my, my mistresses. Writing a book can become a mistress. Mm-hmm. Promoting the book can become a mm-hmm. mistress. Yes. You know? And, and uh, right now, I'll be honest with you, I'm, I'm working my way through Kyle Eidelman's book, Gods at War. He talks about idols. And mm. I'm, I'm discovering all the idols that I have in my heart. So Ooh, all that to say uh, to your question, it isn't too late. Mm-hmm. To to, uh, to pursue whatever dreams God's put on your heart. Amen. You're 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 not beyond any of that, and I would say that goes for for any listener. Amen. Uh, we're 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 not too late to not just dream the dreams, but go out and chase those things that God's put in our hearts. Amen. Amen. That's good right there. Now you you mentioned your children and and spending time with them during this process. What what were your I don't know what what would you tell our our listeners today about the God-given mission that you know you had and your children and combining, meshing all this stuff so that you will be able to impart and plant seeds into your children so that they can be even better than you? Well, you're asking a tall question there. and I, <laughs> I'm not sure I could give you a satisfying answer. First of all, I wouldn't, I wouldn't for a moment suggest that I somehow did it right or that I, mm-hmm. I somehow... Uh, made the right balance. No, in fact, uh, I, I, when, when people say, what can I pray for you, John? You know, about four times out of five, I'll say balance. I, I'm not sure I'm doing a, a good job of balancing hmm. family and ministry and work and, 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 and even uh, leisure, you know. Mm-hmm. I struggle sometimes to, to, to relax a little, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think I was blessed with good parents, and, uh, you know, they, they spend time with us, and so in that modeling, hopefully... Uh, time with them. Uh, I, I'll say this much: in in more recent years, we we have a policy at our house uh, that John does not work more than two nights a week, hmm. two to three. I can go up to okay. three, and and that's it. And in fact, guys, I actually keep a log. I have a calendar, a nice you know Hallmark calendar thing, pocket size edition. <laughs> and as I did last night, I worked uh, two hours uh, on some scripts. I wrote down two hours for today in the Word. My wife then sees it and initials it. It's just sort of our way of keeping accountable, our way of saying, this was the deal, I'm sticking to it, here's the document to show it. John, I love that, because um, about five years ago, I, I implemented something very similar with David, and it was once a week, 
usually at you know, Sunday night or Monday morning, we would go through our schedules together and, mm -hmm. you know, just talk about what we're doing, how we're spending our time. And is that a useful way for your time or do we need to be spending more time together? Like, can we put those things aside? And um, typically my schedule is, is packed and he's looking at me like, hello, I'm over here and I love yeah. you and I want to spend time with you. And so it's a good reminder. It's a really good way to say, am I utilizing the time that God has given me on this earth with first God, my husband, and then all those other things that fall into place, the kids, the ministry, you know, work, all that stuff. So I love that. Um, can you tell listeners like maybe how they could implement something like that in their lives so that um, they don't live with regrets? Well, you know, I, I think you do have to have a conversation, like you said, like you had with your, your husband, David, with uh, yes. uh, me and my wife. Um, it, you know, I actually said, okay, all right, what's reasonable? What is reasonable? What, what, what would be too much? Hmm. Well, obviously, you know, seven nights a week is too much, six is too much. Okay. <laughs> I said, what about two or three? You know, and so that's how we, we arrived at that. You've got to toss that out because, we, you know, we all have, whether we think about it or not, expectations. Mm -hmm. You know, your husband has a certain amount of expectation of, of what your availability is going to be. Right. And that might be different than your definition and vice versa. So, so I think we've got to have those, those conversations, you know, until we ask, until we, you know, are comfortable being honest with each other. We're never going to know what a proper target should look like. Hmm. But, uh, you know, I, I think that's a, that's a starting point, is having that, that uh, frank conversation. Amen. Amen. That's good. Now, John, we've got about four and a half minutes left, and um, I, I want to ask you about this um your observations of Mordecai, because I love that story, Mordecai yes. and Esther. And I see you preached a sermon called Uncommon Wisdom from an Unlikely Dad. And I, I take it that you are targeting um, Mordecai as being the unlikely dad in here. Exactly. You think about it. Here's a guy who uh, is single. He's not married. Mm -hmm. uh, doesn't have any kids of his own. But into his life comes this girl, Mordecai, a relative. And, and the Bible says that he raises her as his own. Hmm. And, uh, you know, that sounds charming and quaint and nice. But <laughs> think about the fact, you know, here's a guy, a single guy, trying to raise a little girl. Now, uh, you know, just the other night, uh, we had our granddaughter, Ava, stay with us. It's the middle of the night, and... Uh, uh, she needs to have her diaper changed in a bottle of fat. I throw the bottle into the microwave, and I'm changing her diaper. And I unsnap the onesie, and we put the diaper on. And I snap number one on the one, and the second snap. And there's a third snap, but there's no place to snap it <laughs> because, because I'm off one. And I thought, this is deja vu, man. This is how it was with the kids when they were little. So I unsnapped them both guys, and I started over, and I snapped the first one, and I snapped the second one, and there still wasn't a thing. Oh, no. I hit it wrong a third time. I don't, okay, then I get the bottle. Oh, it's too hot in the microwave, so I throw it in the freezer. And finally, it's okay, and she's finally drinking her bottle and this and that. And then uh, 30 seconds later, you know, I'm sitting her up and burping her, and, and there's some goo flowing down my ankle. Uh -huh. <laughs> you know, just think about poor Mordecai. Uh, that's that's what it was like. Only you know he didn't have a wife to to yeah. take turns with on that to that's sell right. him off. You know, or I I think I'm doing good just to get the the right shoe on the right foot. <laughs> I've had my little grandkids say, 
that's the wrong foot, you know. <laughs> so, so here's Mordecai raising this this little girl, and uh, and, and and so in many ways he was un, an unlikely dad. Hmm. But you think about it, you look at Mordecai and you realize being a dad of uncommon wisdom, which he really was, it's not about the hand that life has dealt you. Uh, it, it's not about the state of your finances. Mordecai's in exile. Mm-hmm. He owns nothing. Right. He's living far from home. In fact, where he was in, 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 in Susa, the city, mm-hmm. that's in modern-day Iran. He was 971 miles due east of Jerusalem. Mm. It's a long way from home. Mm-hmm. But, but think of it. Mordecai's rich legacy reminds us it's not about the state of our finances. It's not about having a birth certificate for the child in your care. Mm-hmm. Esther was Mordecai's cousin, mm-hmm. not his daughter. That's right. But he treated her as his own. Uh, you think of girls, you know, they, they have to have bows in their hair and ribbons and ponytails. I'm terrible at all that stuff. <laughs> uh, just, just hilarious. And then come the teenage years, right? Mm-hmm. You've got hormones and emotions and boys, and this Esther is a knockout. So, so Mordecai had his hands full. Uh, but being a dad of uncommon wisdom is about caring for your kids, Amen. Uh, e- even after they leave the house. So just Amen. a lot of thoughts. You think about Esther. She's now married to the king. Amen. She's mm-hmm. the queen of an empire that's 44% of the global population. John, but I hate to do it to you, but we got to cut you off. time and always goes so fast to, yes, with him. Darn it. Hey, tell people how to get in touch with you real quick. Head to doitalloveragain.net. Do it all over again.net. Amen. Thank you so much, John. God bless you, and may he bless you abundantly in this season of your life. You too, Beatrice. You too, Donna. Thanks. Thanks. Hey, this is producer Dave with the good news. You know, Angie's always talking about how much she loves YMCA of the Rockies, but I don't ever get to talk about how much I love YMCA of the Rockies. YMCA of the Rockies in Estes Park is located just between Estes and Rocky Mountain National Park. It is the best place. I grew up going there. I went to summer camp when I was a kid. I actually went through the leadership program. I was a camp counselor at YMCA. It is one of the best things. It shaped who I am today. It is really the ideal vacation for everyone. You can do a vacation there. You can have a reunion there. They have weddings. If you want to take your coworkers there, they have conferences. It is the most affordable thing. You don't have to leave the state to go on a really good vacation. If you just want to hang out, you can do that. Or if you want to go on an epic adventure through the mountains, you can also do that. At YMCA The Rockies, they put Christian principles into practice through programs, staff, and facilities in an environment that builds healthy spirit, mind, and body for everyone. It is so affordable. Go to ymcarockies.org for all the information you'll need. Well, praise the Lord and welcome back. This is Beatrice Bruno, the Drill Sergeant of Life, and you're tuned in to The Good News with Angie Austin and friends. I've got my good friend here, Dr. Joe Arve. Oh, my gosh. He, he's a spine geek. Okay, now who calls something the spine geek? But you know what? He knows what he's doing. How are you doing today, Dr. J? Good. You know, the thing is, is if, you, if your computer breaks down, you take it to a computer geek, and if your car breaks down, you take it to an engine motorhead, they used to call him back in the day. So I thought, well, I know a lot about the spine and how wonderful it is and how God made it to take care of you. And that's really where all the secret to life and healing is, you know. And so I'm like spine geek. I like that. And so that's where it is. So if you ever want to get a hold of me, just Google. I just I just checked it out. I'm kind of <laughs> proud of this. You just Google spine geek, and all my stuff shows up right there. So oh, wow. That's cool. My YouTube channel, my Facebook channel, okay. my uh, website, everything shows up. So just now it's really easy to get a hold of me. Just Google spine geek, and spine you'll find geek. us. Yeah, That's awesome. One so what word. you got coming up? You know, uh, I've got a brunch coming up this Saturday at 10 o'clock. Uh, it's a recipe potluck. 
on how to literally balance your hormones, how to get rid of manopause or menopause, depending on which one's bugging you or both, <laughs> and uh, literally how to get in shape and knowing what food you can eat. So we're going to have a potluck. Or, uh, I watch how we say that in Colorado, but it is a potluck, as we used to call it. Oh, Lord. And, and it's uh, a brunch, and it's at 10 a.m., and it's real simple. If you want to come, you just uh, Google us, find us, email us, get on Facebook at Spine Geek. And we'll send you a list of recipes you can pick from, and you make your favorite one, and you bring it. And there'll literally be over 20 different recipes there that are all for healthy, meaning when you eat this food, mm -hmm. your, your body starts to fix the menopause. It starts to balance the hormones, the blood sugar issues, your thyroid issues, your chronic fatigue issues. Because it's, when you eat food, all that gets better. Right. And then uh, I'm going to do a quick little talk workshop on how to map out your, your daily eating, how to get rid of sugar cravings. The top five foods that should never be in your shopping cart okay. if you want to get healthy and the top five foods that should be in your healthy in your in your shopping cart when you go shopping and then as you eat this way one meal one day at a time you're going to see amazing changes happen in your body and your life it's going to be fun that's awesome and, and i like the distinction that you make between manopause and menopause oh it's real i mean i mean we we just if you go to our spine geek youtube channel i just posted our workshop we did and it's on hormones, but I spent, you know, because the majority of my patients are women. And I hear, by, and I live with three women. And, you know, and menopause, menopause. But there's this thing called manopause mm -hmm. because men are still eating junk. They're still not taking care of themselves. They're too right. busy. They're gaining weight. Well, their body changes the same way. They get just as emotional and just as moody and just as, oh, sometimes more, much more. But they think, well, that's just how it is. They call it old midlife crisis. No, it's just that men have not been taking good care of themselves, and we're expecting a little blue pill or some kind of pill to fix everything and keep us men, and it just doesn't work. So it's for men and for women to, to really watch this and enjoy and come and learn what to eat and what to do. So it's, this is for couples as well. That's great, and I take it that you're going to be um, orchestrating this so that they can cook for the week. Exactly. Just map it out. And that's part of what our culture is, is, okay, mm -hmm. what can I eat? We'll have handouts, we'll have recipes, how to pull this out. We've got tons of videos on how to kill sugar cravings, how to eat, how to get healthy, how to lose weight, how to pull this off on a daily basis. And on top of the, and on the Facebook page, we have daily posts on, okay, we keep you encouraged, we keep you on track, we keep you on mission, and keep you healing. So, yeah, so this Saturday, 10 o'clock up in North Glen, just Google us. You can go to our Spine Geek Facebook page and message me. Or if you have a phone, uh, you can call me at 303-349-6011. That's 303-349-6011. It'll be fun. You know, Dr. Joe, seeing you today, and I haven't seen you for a while, but I think you're getting younger. What's up? I just been, you know, I have nothing to fear. I have Amen. nothing to lose because God's taking care of me. Amen. You and there's a freedom good. that comes with that. So thank you. You look good. Amen. And you I just, too. You know, well, thank you. Amen. And, you know, we're at a Always. time in our lives where we can... Um, be free to do what God has called yeah. us to do. We can free to do. We can free to say whatever, yes. we want, whatever he puts on our heart. <laughs> yes, I know that's right. I, I'm 582 days from 60. Amen. And I told my kids, I said, well, you know, I got... I got um, <laughs> free at 50. Exactly. Can you imagine what's going to happen at 60? Watch out. Watch out. Amen. Amen. How can people can get in touch Again, with you? Again, Google Spine Geek and find me that way, or you can just call or text me at 303-349-6011. Again, 303-349-6011. Amen. God bless y'all. God bless you. Hey, take care. Bye. Thanks for listening to The Good News with Angie Austin. Find the podcast of past shows at AngieAustinRadio.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.